everyone. Welcome to the Faith of Our Farmers podcast, the podcast devoted to the faith side of agriculture. Each week, myself, Frank Hartley, along with my co-host, Chris Elliott, dive into how our faith plays out for those of us each day that are involved in agriculture. Some weeks, we have guests that'll share their testimonies. Other weeks, we introduce you to ministries that use agriculture to share God's love. And sometimes we'll talk about biblical subjects that tie into our daily work in agriculture. Let's see where God's going to take us to this week. Hold on, let's go. Well, hello, Chris Elliott. How are we doing today? Well, good morning, Frank Hartley. I'm really well. The beautiful spring day here, kind of cool. I had to build a fire in the furnace just to kind of keep the chill off of the edge of things. But other than that, the trees are blooming and things are growing. And it's beautiful. Oh, yes. It feels like spring and seeing the new life, the flowers starting to come up through and kittens everywhere. <laughs> we, we seem to be bombarded by kittens here in the last week and more to come. So, oh, yes. So this week, Chris, we have a very exciting guest uh, yes. from the other side of the United States, uh, Mr. Rob Schmucker. Welcome. Thank you, guys. It is a pleasure to be here this morning. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Good to have you on here. That's for sure. So, Rob, um, started off, can you just give us a little bit of background about yourself, your family, your business, and a um, little bit of history there? You bet. Uh, thanks, guys, for having me. So, my name is Rob Smucker. Um, as I said, I'm from the state of Oregon out here and uh, grew up, our family is actually grass seed farmers. So, if any of the farmers out there are using orchard grass, fescue, ryegrass, clovers, all of those uh, things for your pastures. Good possibility it was raised here in what's called the Willamette Valley. Um, beautiful part of the country. We call it God's country. Um, very mild climate. You know, it's it's great, very suited for, for raising grass. And uh, that's, that's very much a part of my story. And um, so I'll share a little bit of background of, of uh, how I grew up and, and then, uh, of course, how our company, which is called Smucker Manufacturing, uh, not the jelly people. Uh, those, those guys are somewhere in Ohio, I believe. Uh, make good jelly, though. But anyways, um, we, uh, uh, again, we're grass seed farmers out here. And like many farmers, um, you know, probably one of the biggest things that happens in any kind of crop that you're happening, the biggest things that you're up against is weeds. And uh, we aren't any different. In fact, um, when I was very young, um, it would have been in the early 80s. My dad was Willard Smucker. And um, he, uh, when we raise grass seed, it's important to get different varieties of grass out of our grass. So, for example, um, you know, those grasses that we aren't raising are considered weeds. So, for example, like in our fescue fields, um, we have rye grass that will come up and an orchard grass that will come up. And it's important for us to get those grasses out of our grass. Similar to hay and, and pasture guys that have Johnson grass, the cattle aren't eating. They want to get it out of their hay. Um, and back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, um, you know, Monsanto had came out with Roundup, and this is pr prior to GMOs and so forth, but um, it was a non-selective herbicide. And um, there was the way they were applying was with a product called a weed wiper or weed wicker. They had um, some rope wicks and so forth, and 
Uh, my dad was trying to use those. Um, there were carpet and canvas and different types of wipers out there, but nothing was was being really effective in our grasses. And and so um, uh, I believe it was God. You know, you know, like most businesses that start up in the ag industry, they start in your own farm shop and with an idea of you're using for um, for yourself. And so he used a sponge, a unique sponge, and made a weed wiper, you know, in our, in our farm shop there. And then, of course, local farmers wanted him to build them for them. And uh, early 80s, um, it really just began to grow. And he saw that there was a need for farmers across the country to use a similar, uh, this type of weed wiper in other crops like wheat and soybeans and blueberries and you name it. Anytime you've got taller growing weeds, it's just a, an effective way of doing that. Well, my story, um, again, I was I was very young at the time. I was um, in 1983 um, when we started the company. My dad had um, gotten kind of separated from the farm and knew this was going to be a business that was was had potential. And so we started the business and um, I was only 14 at the time. My oldest brother was 21. And of course, he was uh, we we're all working on the farm and trying to start this company. And um, in March of 1984, um, my father was only 43, and he passed away of a heart attack. And wow. it, it, yeah, it was devastating. Um, and um, but you know, God uh, is was completely faithful in in so many ways. I could tell so many stories, and and I don't want to really focus so much on my testimony and, and the start of that. But but I, I really want to emphasize today, guys. Um, the importance of sharing your testimony and sharing what God is doing. You know, um, we're in a, we're in a world today. Um, you know, I think God, some, in my mind, I think he looks down and he looks at Facebook and Instagram and all these things that are so focused on us. And he's saying, you know, come on, sons and daughters, um, you have an opportunity, uh, you know, like what you, Frank, you and Chris are doing here, where you're interviewing farmers and encouraging them to share their faith. And uh, uh, because the reality is we have something great. You know, we have a God who who calls us by name, who who takes care of the lilies in the field and the sparrows, and he takes care of our needs. And that's, and that's you know, I, I could go on and on about my, my story, but but I, there's a couple key things that I want to emphasize that happened in the midst of this. So early on, again, my, my father passed away. You would normally in that case, um, we had a farm to run, you know, uh, about a 2,000, 2,500 acre farm. Uh, and so my oldest brother, Mark, naturally uh, just needed to run the farm. And that was plenty for him. And yet we had this new business. And fortunately, you know, my dad had just hired a manager to run the company. Long story short, it it really grew, not because of anything great we did, but really because God had his hand on it, and we knew that there was a, a bigger purpose uh, than just employment and, and providing for the needs for our family, but but really seeing um, God do some great things. So I'm going to fast forward to um, 1999, and really, um, I guess more than anything in this podcast, guys, I want to emphasize that God is with us in the midst of trials and, mm-hmm. and the, 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 th- the, the three big trials that happened in, in the history of our company. Um, I'll just, again, share kind of briefly. Um, again, 1983, sorry, 84, 83, we start 84. Uh, my dad passes away 
and yet God still continues to build the company. We build a, a product called a foam marker. Um, again, farmers are familiar with that. It tells farmers, you know, where they've been when they're spraying and, and the weed wipers. And it really, you know, we developed a network of dealers across the country. Um, uh, my great friends at Binkley and Hearst right there in Pennsylvania sell our products. And, and uh, it just, it, it grew at that, at that time. And probably the biggest crop that we were um, selling wipers with in the 80s and the 90s uh, was in soybeans. Um, uh, weeds like water hemp and mare's tail and pigweed and, and all these things were a big issue in, in no-till farming, specifically in soybeans. And come 1999, I, I will remember the year very vividly because GMOs came out. And uh, again, farmers know what those are. For those of you who don't know what a GMO is, it's Basically, Monsanto had uh, genetically modified um, corn, soybeans, and cotton and different uh, crops so that you could spray Roundup over the top. Um, well, as you can imagine, for us, that was pretty devastating. Not pretty devastating. It should have taken us out of business uh, because okay. you, you guys know, I mean, right, you spray over the top and, and you don't need to use a weed wiper anymore. And... Uh, so in the midst of that, you know, uh, again, I, that was a, a, a big thing for our company. Was it a big trial? Of course it, it was, but yet there's many trials that God bring, brings us through. And uh, one of the fun things that I love to share about that story is how God um, reclaimed that, that business for us and, um, and how he did it in such a way that um, – I like to share this with people that don't believe in a God or don't believe in intelligent design. And <clears throat> for those of you in agriculture, um, uh, and if you're raising soybeans or cotton, you know, and about, it was about, about 10 years later, let's call it 2008 to 2010. Um, they started seeing uh, many of these Roundup resistant weeds naturally develop. And, and so, in other words, uh, Roundup was, wasn't killing the crop, it was killing the weeds, but now there's uh, many, to, even moving fast forward to today, there's many weeds out there that are now Roundup resistant. Well, naturally, um, what needed to happen is uh, there needed to be another alternative to um, just spraying Roundup. And so, you know, weed wipers have become another tool that farmers can use, and it's, and it's really, um, again, taking something that we thought was going to take us out of business and now god restored that and yet think about this guys um a a weed that doesn't have a brain I, i'm not a weed scientist but the weed doesn't have a brain but can you imagine a weed naturally building up resistance to that i mean please tell me that it's not simple enough that, that you, you can't there's no explanation other than god right <laughs> yeah yeah it's certainly not a um uh, Darwinian thing that's happening there. No, exactly. God, God in his, in his, uh, you know, divine wisdom, which is so great, much greater than ours knew that, uh, or he gave us a will to live, right? We all have a will to live. Um, and, uh, plants are included in that. So, um, anyway, so that's kind of my, my background, my story. And, uh, and I guess what I'd love to to express to you guys and share in this podcast is uh, more important than my story. It's really to encourage 
farmers, encourage believers out there that have a story to um, to share that. Now, does that mean all the farmers out there with testimonies can be on uh, Faith of Our Farmers? Probably not. Uh, you guys have a, a big undertaking and there's a lot of great stories out there. So I would love to share with you guys um, uh, a little bit about a website that, that we've created that um, and kind of the, a quick story behind how that started. But the premise of the website is to encourage people to use social media, use that camera on your phone and <clears throat> and record your story. Right. Share your story and what God's done. Well, that, yeah, that, that, that certainly you lead right into that for sure. So um, from what I've been reading about you in a video that I've already watched, um, uh, Man versus Weed, uh, it yes. sounds to me like that would be what, an what, excellent Frank, prayer say, video. Not weed. I, I'm from Oregon. Now, remember, our, our number one cash crop is, is – um, uh, trees, timber, and then it's then it's the weed, different weed. I'm just saying, <laughs> different weed. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so when we get the website, it's not man versus weed. It's man versus weeds. Weeds. Put, S on the end. <laughs> Put the S on <laughs> the end sure for correct. sure. <laughs> well, so, um, we're gonna have that same challenge here in the east soon too. So, <laughs> but anyhow, that's a whole other show <laughs> to go down. But yeah, so um. I, Give us some background about this. This is a very okay. interesting project you have going. Thank you, guys. Well, it, again, I, I want to emphasize it's really not about the project. It's about encouraging people to share their stories. And, and I want to kind of lead into this. Um, I've, got a, I've got a question for you guys. Um, it's a kind of somewhat of a trivia question, and you're not allowed to Google to look this up. But if you had to take a guess, um, how many videos do you think are actually watched within the next 24 hours. Now that this is the data that I've seen recently is just on Facebook and YouTube. Okay, so on those two platforms, uh, this is obviously an estimate and it's growing every day. But if you had to take a guess, um, Chris, I'll ask you first, how many videos are watched online in just the next 24 hours? Take a guess. Well, well I'm gonna guess it's more than 1 billion. Yes, it's more than one billion. How about you, Frank? What do you think? Uh, then I've got to say two billions. Okay. Last I've heard, I, I, and this, you know, I'm sure if you Google it, it's going to tell you uh, different things and it's growing. It's for sure over five billion. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, isn't that, that mind boggling? Um, you know, for, and I don't know how old you guys are, but, you know, I obviously I'm dating myself too, but, you know, I remember life before cell phones and Google and when we actually had phone books, you know. Yeah. And and yet the the exciting thing, guys, about this uh, day and time and age is is the ability, you know, all the evil stuff that happens on the Internet and the, the, the way the enemy uses that. The reality is we're in a time in history like like no other time, guys, that we yeah. can actually, yeah. you know, again, it's it's so simple. We take our phone. We share what God is doing, right? Not what, what we are doing, not, you know, uh, filming just the cats that are being born, those kittens that are being born and, <laughs> you know, the fun stuff that, that, that we love to do. Grand, grandkids. But, but don't forget the grandkids. The, the grandkids, <laughs> yes. And those, and I, I believe God takes as, as much joy, if not more joy, than we even do in sharing those. But my point is, is, is you know, we all have stories. Um, we all have a background. And, and, and think about this, guys. The, 
the when, when we came to um, the reality of the gospel and that God loves us unconditionally, you know, many many people, of course, hear that in a church or at a at a, an evangelistic meeting, tent meeting, or something like that. But but so many people have come to faith because they've seen Christ in someone else, and they've mm-hmm. heard they've mm-hmm. seen that story. And and the reality is, you know, how can we keep it to ourselves when we know the truth? Why would we not share it? And so where I'm going with this is, you know, we're in a time in history where we can use our phones, put it on YouTube, put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, wherever, whatever platform, you know, you believe God is asking you to do, just do it. Because the reality is, you know, if we be back in the, in the day, let's call it the 80s and the 90s, you know, if we have a story, we could possibly write a book and we could tell, you know, people the stories and, and pass it on to generations. But guys, today we can share that and, you know, Look at Greg Peterson. Look at all these guys that are influencers. You got millions of people that will that that will listen, and 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 let's 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 be real. I mean, people are seeking truth, and uh, so it's just an opportunity. So, all that yeah, just I, to say, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I think it's really important the, the whole idea of story because in partly because of our contemporary culture and the mobility of people, we've lost a certain generational passing of those stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yes. We've had where you know the grandparents or great grandparents are sitting down and and telling these stories as you sit around the fire or whatever it is, and and I see this a lot in other countries in Africa in particular where yes. I've done some work, and they're much more story ended than we are, yes. but we can we can still do that. It you know it might not be an actual campfire, it's a virtual campfire yes. uh, i hadn't thought about that before but i <laughs> I, I, I love that uh, your because... virtual virtual ipad burning up i guess you could tell stories <laughs> around that it is oh. guys i mean th- think about this generations to come you know my my grandkids my grandkids grandkids and my grandkids 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 generations need to hear these stories right it's our heritage and and we have the ability today who knows what's going to happen in the future but we do have the ability today to share those and so um quick story how man versus weeds got started and 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 why it's called man versus weeds is um uh i was at a farm show and um got this you know idea to uh buy a domain and have farmers share their stories because you know, obviously that's the, the best way to advertise is farmers sharing testimonies. My intention was for them to uh, share stories about weed wipers and how it's successfully helped them uh, take care of their weeds. Well, God had a different idea for that. So um, our website has testimonies of farmers and so forth, but um, there was a reason why I bought man VS. It's, manvsweeds.com from so man versus weeds but the reason uh, i i know that we got it was and if you go there today it has nothing to do with weed wipers it's all about um relating weeds to sin and trials and things that we go through that um you know men have been just like men have been battling weeds since the beginning of time um we we have struggles we have trials we have sin and and there is that the we all know that the only solution is christ and 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 that's the that's a premise behind it so if you go there um you can watch examples of farmers uh 
testimonies. It's not like YouTube. It's not a platform that you can post things on, but it's it's really there to um, uh, to to give you encourage people and and help you recognize that you know what my story needs to be heard by somebody. And uh, so uh, go there. There's actually a, a video on how to make a video. Um, you can send us um, once we encourage people to again post it on your Facebook, put it on YouTube, get it out there. And uh, if it's something that you want us to post, um, there's a way you can contact us and, and let us know when that video is out there. Uh, but again, it's 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 not about the website. It's about um, really starting a movement. Um, and and you guys are a, a huge part of that because, um, you know, so many people, uh, so, a lot of times it takes that interview uh, thing because they've got a great story, but Maybe they don't think they're creative enough to do it in, in a in a video, and and that's that's another reason why I'd encourage you to watch the video, the, the go to the website because you'll see. I mean, there's people that that um, have put stories on there that, you know, they probably got a, a 17 year old to edit it and put music in the background and make it all fancy, which is great, and and God can use that. But the reality is, um, some of the heartfelt ones that are, you know, the sounds bad and you know it's not that great. God, God can use anything, right? If he can use disciples that were fishermen and, and the, the outcasts, he can use any of us, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If he, if he can use a couple uh, old farmers that like to talk a lot and allow them to do <laughs> podcasts, he has a sense of humor. <laughs> There's no he doubt does. about it. No doubt he about does. it. Sure. So, wow. Well, that 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 is so exciting, and and you know that that's exactly, you know, it, it's neat how God has pulled Chris and I together to make connections with people like yourself. That you know that basically you have the video version kind of what we're doing with an interview, and and it all comes together. It's just so neat to see God God at work doing this. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Sure. It's the reality that that we're we are nothing. Yeah. Amen. No doubt about it. Huh? Yeah. So, have you gotten a pretty good response then from people wanting to get on that? Yeah. You know, and 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 that's it's a great question. And and I, I, I part of of when this thing first started, it was about mm, I don't know five years ago or so. And uh, you know, the human side of me wanted to. You know, how can we get more people to the websites and all this and and how can we measure the success of it? And and God just reassured me that, you know, he said, Rob, you know, it, it wasn't Al Gore that invented the Internet. You know, <laughs> I'm not up here wondering. And and, and, and again, he's, he isn't needing us. He doesn't need Frank. He doesn't need Chris. He doesn't need Rob Smucker exactly. uh, to, to do what he wants to do. Uh, you know, my, one of my favorite scriptures in Romans says, uh, I think it's the message version that says, you know what? The best thing we can do for God is recognize what he's already doing and then just coming alongside him. Right. And um, and so that's what that, you know, as far as um, seeing the response. Yes. You know, every time I share with farmers, I encourage them, you know what? Share it on your on your your Facebook, uh, put it on YouTube. And and, and I want to. I'd love to, to do two, two more things if we have time. I don't know how long this has gone already, but you can edit out some of it if you want. But um, two key things that I want to share, um, and that's is just I want to give uh, everyone out there just a, a kind of a a word picture, if you will, or kind of a, a sense of imagine with me, um, because I, I know many of us can't even put our head around what heaven will be like. 
but imagine with me the the joy and um, the uh, amazing what an amazing thing it would be if we get into heaven someday and 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 we were encouraged to share our story and 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 again it's not just one story we have stories all the time right um i mean even the small things i had one farmer share a story about how he lost his cell phone in a cornfield right impossible to find that cell phone god helped him find the cell phone you know just the the small things that we can share all the time but imagine with me what it would be like if we share these stories put it on youtube and say lord just use it let someone that can relate to my story um, hear this and let it draw them into salvation and to the understanding of mm. your grace and your your love and passion for them and 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 literally as you're uploading that to youtube pray that god would use it imagine with me what it would be like if we even have bodies or whatever it's going to be like in heaven but coming in contact with someone that says hey you're that guy that popped up on my on my computer screen <laughs> or, or whatever <laughs> however god chose to do that and 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 the genuineness of saying you know what i i went through that same thing i was going through the same thing i lost my son or you know i, I was going through divorce or whatever that thing was and 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 it, it really hit me because i could relate to it and then i recognized that you know what god is the answer he he's what i've been looking for and i'm here because of the grace of god but it's because you were obedient and did and simply you know did such a simple thing taking that phone out getting beyond our pride <laughs> and thinking that it has to be good enough no you've got a story and it's really important and, and, uh, and God can use that. So that's kind of what I'd love to kind of end with. And, and I do have a scripture um, that I, I was sharing with uh, uh, the guys here before we started um, that I was reading just this morning. And uh, I'd like to share that if you guys are okay with that. Sure. sure. please. Okay. I'm on speaker here so I can read. And you know, uh, I'm turning there right now myself. Okay. Well, we're going to go to revelations three. And I'm I'm reading this uh, out of the message version. And so we're in approximately verse seven. Uh, but he's talking about uh, uh, the church in Philadelphia. And it's a letter to him. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to pick up, I guess, uh, right around actually verse eight, it looks like. Here's what it says. It says, I see what you've done. Now see what I've done. I've opened a door before you that no one can slam shut. You don't have much strength. I know that. You used what you had to keep my word, and you didn't deny me when times were rough. Hmm. Guys, I, I mean, we all know that it's not about, you know, the New Testament is full of telling us, you know, it's what, how we are to respond when trials come, right? It's not about if trials will come, it's when they come, right? And, and then skipping down just really quick here, um, I love this. It's about verse 10, I want to say. It says, uh, it's you that I've loved. Again, he's speaking to the church in Philadelphia, but I believe he's saying this to us also. It says, because you've kept my word in passionate patience, I'll keep you safe in the time of testing that will be here soon. It's all over the earth. Every man, every woman, 
and child will be put to the test. Um, I'm on my way. I'll keep, I'll be there soon. Keep a tight grip on what you have so no one distracts you or steals your crown. Um, and it goes on. Uh, but uh, I just think that's so amazing that that we are. I mean, he's he's telling this of what's to come and he, the promise of him being with us in the midst of the trials is it's amazing. Um, so anyhow, I thought that was kind of interesting that that was what came up in in my uh, reading for the day and, and how it very much relates to, you know, what we're talking about here. So thank you guys so much for um, having me here again. I just I want to encourage farmers that, um, you know, I, even yesterday, I was talking with a farmer in Iowa, and the dev, there was a huge wind that came through and just took his his farm out last year. And and mm-hmm. you know, uh, there are so many of those circumstances where um, uh, I just I want to encourage farmers that you know you know better than anyone else because you put seeds in the ground and by faith you you believe they're going to come. You know, and there's so <laughs> many so many analogies right in farming. It's just it's it's awesome. But I really want to encourage the farmers that are listening there as God is with you. Um, I, I pray that this would be a great year for you guys and uh, that your crops would be bountiful. Um, and most importantly, that um, the fruit in your life would be bountiful um, and that you'd be encouraged to, to share that with others. So that's kind of the, the premise. So, well, Amen. We just can't thank you enough, Rob, for taking the time with us today and just sharing your your heart and your your story and just seeing how God is using that in your life. And as we look forward here to the times to come and how he's going to continue to do that. It's just an awesome thing. that It's an awesome God that we serve, I guess. It's we, we, that. <laughs> we do, guys. And I, I say to you, you know, when you guys called me this morning, I just – I'm so encouraged about what you guys are doing and, and uh, it's, it, there's no question that it's of God and that there are, are many um, uh, farmers, the, the ones that you're going to be interviewing in the future. I just, I'm praying that God would use this, this podcast to, to build his kingdom. And I know that's your heart. I love you guys. Um, and I encourage you to continue on, strive on, run, run hard, guys, finish strong. Right? <laughs> well, that's, that's our hope. That's our hope. Well, well and I'll, go ahead, Chris. I was going to say at my age, I only run when I'm chased. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the enemy's chasing you, bud. So run, run after God. Run, right? run, run, going, brother. Run, run, <laughs> run. That's for sure. Well, Rob, one, one other thing I, I can't let you go without at least touching on and, uh, part of our concept around the podcast is to not only reach farmers, but agribusiness people, anybody yeah. in agriculture. And um, I, I, you're a man of many hats. And so um, I would like you to touch on a group that you are associated with. Maybe start it. Yep. You can tell us a little bit. Ag Associates for Christ. Um, I yes. Think that's something Thank you for mentioning that. Uh, uh, it is. That's something I'm passionate about. Um Again, I'm going to mention my brother, Don Hoover, uh, who owns Beakley and Hearst there in Pennsylvania, uh, case dealership. Uh, he, he was one of the, the beginning guys with this. And then another uh, uh, guy that had, was sold uh, grain handling equipment in North Dakota, uh, Corey Hayek. Um, kind of the three of us um, at the very beginning, you know, we saw going to farm shows, you know, um, you you're, you're in, in crowds that you don't want to be around and, you know, uh, and yet the, the reality is there's so many, um, 
so many people in this industry, um, especially in the agribusiness, that that are are very deeply rooted in their faith, just like there are so many farmers. And so, you know, we said, you know what? There's these groups like Fellowship of Christian Farmers and and that kind of thing. Why is there not a group for you know ag Christians in business? And and we call it AA4C, which stands for Ag Associates for Christ. And uh, we uh, the the main purpose of it is to to really encourage each other pray with each other um when we do a farm show uh we'll get together at least one of the mornings and just pray together and build relationships and 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 really encourages because again god is not a god who just is there for us on sundays and wednesday nights and and he is very much in the midst of the marketplace and our workplace um uh, if if God's if we're if God's not a part of our complete life, um, it's not where He wants us to be, right? And and the reality is, uh, when you can surround yourself and learn and grow together in business, um, there's some really positive things that can happen. So, that being said, uh, we don't have a a website yet. We're working on that. We're working on getting some videos out there to encourage guys in the ag business. So for right now, um, we have a Facebook page, and if you just look on Facebook uh, under Ag Associates 4, which is the number for um, Christ, um, you should be able to find it there. And there's some videos on there, um, again, encouraging videos from um, guys just like you that want to rub elbows with you and say, hey, here's what God did in my business, and I want to encourage you if you're walking through that same thing. Um, one of the interesting things that's happening right now in our industry, even though uh, many of the ag industry, especially equipment is, is very is, is good right now, it's really hard to find good people to work. And I can't tell you in the last week how many people are saying, man, I've got to hire someone. I need more welders. I need more, you know, salesmen. I need more people. And, and so uh, now is the time where we need to say, press in and say, God, help us. We need, we need you to bring us, not just a body, but someone that with the same purpose and, and goals and uh, can really um, help our company. So, sure. you know, that's definitely a, a real reality thing that we face all the time. <clears throat> for sure. For sure. Well, I think, and if you got just a couple more minutes, well, we sure. are getting towards the end here. I think you and Chris have a common denominator also that I understand you've been working in, Chris. Yeah, farming God's way. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, love it. it what, Chris, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? How are you involved with farming God's way? Well, through my denomination, the Church of the Brethren, I've done some volunteer work in Haiti and in Africa, mm. and I did some training at um, Kajabi, Kenya, through the Care of Creation, Kenya. And so, you know, I've gotten some actual training with it, and I've been able to pass mm. some of those same principles along to others. I also use it myself here in my own garden. Right. Yeah. So, so tell me about your role in that. So, uh, again, you know, uh, when when you look at scripture and what it says, it, it's it, 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 Jesus isn't complicated, right? He says, if you love me, what does he say? He says, feed my sheep, right? And yeah. uh, and so, what does that mean? Well, I think it means feeding his sheep, right? <laughs> and 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 his people, you know. And so. 
Uh, yeah, several years ago, um, uh, another farmer, uh, actually another guy that, that trains in Africa has been doing a farming God, God's way had told me about it. And so I watched the video and I said, wow, this is amazing, uh, because it's, it's <clears throat> not just <clears throat> throwing money at poverty, but it's really creating sustainability. And, and, you know, uh, one of the big premises in, um, farming God's way is God has given us everything we need. He says, yeah. my people, my people perish, not because they are, you know, in bad predicaments, but they people, they perish because of a lack of knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's very much about, um, uh, training. And so anyhow, long story short, uh, my family had been, uh, several times to Cambodia um, through a church association and just fell in love with the people of Cambodia. And at the very same time that we, I think right around the first time we went there, um, traveling out in the villages, you know, you see it, the midst of, you know, what the Khmer Rouge did in, in the, you know, 70s and 80s and yeah, uh, well. the devastation that happened in that country. And, and you have just this massive amount of young people that, um, that really you see very practically have that lack of knowledge, right? Because they didn't have their parents. Their parents were killed in the Khmer Rouge. And so um, they are struggling to to raise rice when they can raise vegetables. I mean, they're literally importing vegetables from Vietnam and, uh, you know, these neighboring countries when they could be raising it themselves. And so, right, right. Uh, and again, it's really nothing we are doing other than, um, when we go, um, we have a, I have, I call him my brother, his name is Batanak and he, um, he caught that vision and, um, and it's really, we're seeing not Americans or foreigners coming in there and saying, Hey, here's how we farm in America. No, it's, it's tr- using farming God's way principles and letting Cambodians teach Cambodians because it's, they can receive it so much better. And again, it, it, this, those kind of things, as you know, Chris, you know, take time and you got to build the soil they and, do. And, and use those things. But it's super exciting. And um, I mentioned to you guys, I would love if you want to do a future podcast with Vatanak is his name. Um, uh, the farm that we have there, it's about 13 acres and uh, it's a training facility and a training farm. So they're able to teach it in a, a very practical way. They can see, see it. So it's called Living Water Farms. And uh, it's just exciting to be a part of of seeing God use farming, uh, which is very much a part of their lives. And um, even if they're not open to the gospel at the beginning, they become very open because it, it helps them. They, they they see the value of that. So well, it's just a holistic teaching mm, that yes. goes with that, and the discipleship that does play out through that. It's just it's really exciting to be a part of it. Right. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, you are a man of many hats. (laughs) I have to have a bald head, so I have to cover my head. You have a bald head. You have a bald head. I wear a hat every day. Well, we're we're, church, you know, but, you know, (laughs) we're 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 going to tell people that you also have your own Facebook page, right? At Rob Schmucker. 
No, I don't have. I have, yes, I do have a Facebook page. Yes, it's Rob Smucker. But yeah. not, uh, yes, that, it is. And Rob, there's a couple Rob Smuckers, but yeah, if you get the the funny looking one from Oregon, that's me. the the funny the funny looking. What we learned in the last 24 hours is Rob Smucker has a humongous sense of humor, also. So, <laughs> oh you, no, uh, you watch my Spider King yeah, spider video. Oh, no. video. So, oh, no. <laughs> well, we we have fun here at work. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's for sure. And you know, and that and. and I debated whether to wait till we were done recording or not, but I brought it out and it's like, you know what? So many times you run into people and it's like, Oh, I don't want to be one of them stuffed up Christians. You know, all they do is sit, <laughs> Me and they, too. you know, and then they sit and stare and they can't have any fun or do anything. And, and that's not what God intended this to be. No. There is definitely the serious times that we need to be serious. We need to be there loving and compassionate, but I really think God has a sense of humor also. And, and Amen. so uh, that's Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. That's for sure. So, well, Rob, again, just thank you so much. How about yes. I'll go, I'll go through the list of ways that you can, we uh, connect with you. So first yeah. off man versus weed, where do we find that? Weeds, weeds, you... <laughs> weeds, weeds. <laughs> it's it's manvsweeds.com. Uh and it's it's it, you can go there. It, 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 there's a, a video even how to make a video. You can watch examples. Um my email address is there. Um our company website um is smucker.net. Um so you can learn about our company. Um the the, the most important part is uh, there's some uh, there's a page dedicated to uh, my dad, um, his story, and uh, there's some great you know other great videos like from uh, Billy Graham and different uh, opportunities to see there. But yeah, the Smucker.net, and then um, and then the Facebook page for if you're in the ag industry and you want to connect uh, with other believers or just share your story that relates very much to your ag business, um, by all means uh, join join the uh, Facebook page. And uh, hopefully one day we'll have farm shows like we used to back in the day. Um, but uh, if, if we do contact us and say, Hey, I'm going to be in Georgia at a, at a farm show. Are you, is, are you guys going to be meeting and praying together? And you're uh, more than welcome to join us uh, because it's, it's really a relational based um, ministry uh, and just encouraging guys in the trenches. Um, uh, there's nothing uh, God never intended us to 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 do it on our own and and i i guess i keep saying the last thing but the last thing i really want to encourage um christians in the agribusiness um and this applies to farmers too but i think so often guys um you know we grow up thinking that um those that have the most impact in the kingdom are the missionaries the clergy our preach you know preachers evangelists let's call it full-time ministry people and um i'm i'm a hundred percent convinced that um it's as important if not sometimes more important that we walk out our faith in the business not to not to build the business or put a fish on our card or anything like that but to really see your company and your role in that company as this is my church I have I have employees, I have vendors, I have customers, I have people that are looking to me and and they're they're wanting they're wanting to see something different, right? Than than just 
the normal run of the mill. So we can say with our mouse, but man, let's walk it out. Let's walk it out. So when that that um, customer, um, and again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn this back over to a guy like Don Hoover. You know, uh, he has story after story of farmers that are in the midst of tragedy, and and in one way or another, God uses him to. Yeah, pray with them and and provides things for them and and you know he's got some stories about providing hay to these farmers who desperately need it and just many things like that and I guess the key is 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 God has you there for a purpose so uh, <laughs> you know run hard uh, pursue Him and and don't see yourself as oh I'm not a full time missionary no you are your mission field is your is the workplace and God's called you to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Chris, do we have any more for Rob today? I don't think so. Although we might have Rob back again sometime. I, I think I, I think we would <laughs> like we to do that. <laughs> well, I again I thank you guys for, for uh reaching out to me and again I just want to thank you for what you're doing. Uh Again, you'll probably be bombarded with emails from me. Hey, get a hold of this farmer. Get a hold of this farmer. He's got a great story. There's so many out there. And again, yeah, and I, I will send those. But I, I want to encourage the farmers that are listening is, is don't wait for faith of our farmers to call you, you know, and uh, you have you have a cell phone. You have if you can't figure out how to put on YouTube. Find someone under the age of 21, and I promise you they'll help you do it. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. And if you don't, and if you, and if you don't want to do YouTube, email us. Get a hold of us through our Facebook yes. page, and we would gladly talk to you and love to share your story through our podcast too. So fantastic! Uh, two great ways. Well, Rob and Chris, thanks again, and we'll talk again soon. Well, thank great. you, Rob. Thank you, Frank. To the faith of our farmers. Have a great podcast. day, guys. You can find us on Facebook at Faith of Our Farmers. You can find links to this week's podcast on our Facebook page under the podcast section. If you'd like to get a hold of us, there's two ways you can do that. You can get a hold of us first through our Facebook page. Uh, send us a message that way. There's also an email button on our Facebook page. You can email us at faithofourfarmers at gmail.com. If you know someone in ag that has a great testimony to share, or if you know of a ministry that combines ministry work along with agriculture work that you'd like us to feature, or if you just have a good topic you'd like us to talk about, please get a hold of us either through Messenger or through our email address. And lastly, and most important, if you're searching out there today and wondering about a, a faith walk with Jesus, may we suggest you go to this website, needhim.org. That's N-E-D-H-I-M dot O-R-G. On that website, you can find a lot of good information about how to start a walk with Jesus, or if you are currently walking in the faith and have some struggles and questions, this website is a great place, great resource to go to. Again, that's N-E-D-H-I-M dot O-R-G. Thanks a lot, and God bless till we talk next time. See you later.